0: Welcome to the Fat Stacks Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by EZoic, which is a Google certified publishing partner and platform that helps niche publishers like myself earn as much money from websites as possible via split testing all kinds of ad types and networks, honing in on the configuration that makes as much money as possible for every URL few publish in each website and monetize with display ads give Ezoic a shot today All right let's jump into today's regular programming which is a fun topic and that is how to make gobs of money blogging and well there's a lot of ways to do this I'm going to restrict my comments to three general strategies and explain those but uh, before we before we dive into that let's talk about uh, two different types of bloggers here all right the first is the hobbyist, and, and, and this, this is great, and a lot of people actually start out as hobbyists and move into the second one, which is the entrepreneur. Now the hobbyist is somebody who just blogs and does it because they enjoy it, they like the topic, maybe maybe they're a beer enthusiast and likes to write, write about local bars, breweries, how to make beer at home, so on and so forth, and they do it just because it's fun. That's a good sign. All right. If you get a kick out of publishing this stuff and taking the photos and maybe doing videos and writing it all up, uh, chances are when you decide that, whoa, they're actually pretty good money into this stuff, and you become the entrepreneur, which is monetizing your site, various methods, which we'll get into, uh, the fact that you like it is probably the, the best thing boating for you. Because if you do it for nothing, well, it makes it all the more fun doing it, turning it in into a business. All right, so... The second one is the entrepreneur and that's why you've now started looking at a website as a revenue source and it starts small and hopefully can grow it over time. So the question is for all the blogging and website owner entrepreneurs out there or aspiring is how do we do this to make lots of money? Now, what I want to do is there's a million angles we could we could talk about this topic but I, w- I want to set out three different strategies these are overarching strategies I actually do all three of them uh, across my various niche sites so I'm very very familiar with them I'm better at some than others and I'll explain that as well so the three strategies I I came up with these terms all right the one is uh, the first one is the rank and bank the second was crank and bank. And the last one's the mail and bank. All right, so a little tongue in cheek. Let's kick off with the first one, the rank and bank strategy. So, what is it? All right, rank and bank is focused on, focusing on uh, going after really high value search terms all right? or keywords, or and usually they're going to be uh, have a lot of buyer intent behind them. All right, so basically people looking for various. Uh, searches in Google where they're quite likely going to end up buying something. All right, Now, obviously, these are competitive because when there's more money loaded behind a keyword, more publishers and bloggers are going to go after them because, well, there's more money behind them. Whether you're an affiliate or you're the e-commerce site actually selling the stuff or you're a, uh, a blogger that monetizes with display ads, everybody wants a hit for that keyword because there's money behind it. right now this this is a proven tried and true strategy there's nothing wrong with it i've done it i've in fact it's kind of how i got started i do less of it now but i do do it and uh you know basically you have to figure out how you can rank for some really really lucrative keywords Uh, and obviously when i say lucrative that falls on a spectrum there are some keywords that are literally worth tens of millions of dollars a month good luck with that uh, not to say it's impossible. I've never ranked for anything close to that. And then, you know, there's lucrative way down, which maybe 2,000 bucks a month is, is lucrative. I consider it a keyword that would earn 2,000 bucks a month a pretty lucrative keyword. That's that's pretty good. And then everywhere in between. So, the thing with this strategy is you've got to rank for those keywords. And because it's competitive, you're going to have to get links to that content in some fashion. All right. Now, now Google doesn't rank like bloggers and niche site owners or any site for that matter to build links. I don't like it at all what, what, because the algorithm works in large part based on the number of links to a site or to a page and the algorithm doesn't really work well if people are going out and building links and it's not a natural process. Google likes it to be natural because uh, a link to a site is sort of a vote for that site saying well that's a good piece of content and it deserves to be linked to and I trust it, and so on and so forth. So, Google doesn't like people going out to build links, but guess what? There's so much money behind Google search that people are building links, have been, ever since Google launched, and are still doing it. So, how do you do it without really breaching Google's terms of service? That's the hard part. I mean, you know, you can go out and buy links, and it's done all the time, or you can go and do guest blog posts and get links on, and that's debatable whether Google likes that or does, doesn't like that. I'm not much of a link builder, period, so this strategy is not too high up on my list, but um, if, you, if you're going to pursue it, you've got to figure out how to get those links, all right? One one way I, I like, actually, and, I, and this is sort of where, where I do fall into this strategy, is is elsewhere on your site, if you create content that is actually really good at attracting natural links, be it some really interesting uh, images or custom charts or custom graphics, cool media, a really good article that gets linked to something like that. If you can track a lot of links to another article on your site, then you can link from that article to the article that you're going after the lucrative keyword, and that's totally legit to do. That's kind of a process I like doing, uh, just because it's more natural. So, um, I'm, this isn't going to turn into a whole podcast about how to go build links, because there are a million ways to go about that. I don't really proactively build links, just because why? It's it's a risk, all right. Because Google doesn't like it. Google actually has uh, processes in place in its algorithm to spot unnatural link building. Now, of course, it's not flawless. There's plenty of people who get away with it, and that's great. I got I got no moral problem with people. Buying links or going out building links for me, it's just basically a risk assessment. And you know, the more links you build, the more aggressive you are with that, the higher chance you have of somehow the Google algorithm discovering it and perhaps penalizing your site, which renders the whole site potentially worthless, which is no fun if you've put a lot of time and money and effort into the site. So. Rank and bank is great. If you happen to hit for a couple of those keywords, maybe it takes a couple of years, it can be really, really lucrative. Now, the big downside to this is, depending how lucrative that keyword is, even if you rank number one, you got to play defense, all right? You can't just like hit number one and be like, great, I'm done, next. Well, there's always next, but you also have to defend because you're going to have competition gunning for you hard, all right? It doesn't stop. So, you get to number one, and now you got to defend. So don't forget that. That's pretty important, especially for something that's very, very lucrative. All right. So uh, that's something to keep in mind if you before you decide to pursue the old rank and bank strategy. Yeah, let's go to the second strategy because uh, uh, that is my favorite. All right. Let's talk about the crank and bank strategy. Now, the crank and bank. Is the opposite of the rank and bank. A rank and bank is you're, you're, you're publishing usually less content for in terms of volume, fewer articles. They're going to be very, very good typically, and you're really gunning just to rank them with SEO. Okay, now a crank and bank is different. What you're doing is you're targeting low competition, easy to rank keywords. But because there's not a lot of search volume behind these, really not a whole lot of money other than display ads, I love display ads by the way, so don't discount those. You need to publish a lot of content, all right? So it's a content volume uh, strategy, which works well for me because I like publishing content. So that doesn't... Now, don't confuse this with publishing garbage content, all right? Each piece of content still has to be very, very good. But the point is, is you want to go for volume. And in the aggregate, you're going to publish, let's say, a 1,000 articles. And every one of those articles, on average, gets 300 visitors per month. Well, you now have... Three hundred thousand visitors per month, which is a pretty good website. All right, it just takes time. It's just the only the only. thing you gotta do is just get that content out there. Whether you write it yourself or outsource it or do both, you gotta get it out there. Now the beauty of it is is you don't have to really rely too much on link building. Now you are going to attract links and that is important. You're gonna attract them, you're not gonna build them, especially if the content is good, you will attract some links. It's gonna happen, which is which is awesome. As your site authority grows, you're gonna be able to rank for better and better keywords. But because you're going for low competition out of the gate and you continue to do so, the ranking's not so hard. You just really count on Google ranking you just because there's not a whole lot out there that covers a particular topic and in the long run, the volume of content will result in a lot of traffic which then generates a decent amount of revenue. Now, the only real way to monetize this, you can do some affiliate links, but because there's not a lot of buyer intent behind this stuff. Your best monetization option is display ads. Now, I use display ads. In fact, most of my revenue is from display ads, so I love them. It gives me a lot of freedom to write about whatever I want, and um, they can pay really well. So if you're going to pursue this method, get prepared to put display ads on there, be it AdSense or something from Zoic or other ad networks, something on there, But because that's really going to be your only option, all right? Let's talk about an example. Uh, An example of something like this would be uh, keyword benefits of aluminum, and uh, that has a very, very low keyword difficulty score per Ahrefs, which is two out of 100, so it's a two. But as easy as it gets. Uh, but the search volume is only 100. All right, So you're going to publish that. Let's say it's an awesome 1,500-word article on the benefits of aluminum. You're, you're very likely going to target a lot of other keywords in there, which is fantastic. So you could very likely get more searches or visitors than just 100, which is also kind of the name of the game. You just want to accidentally rank for a whole bunch of long tails and, and have a decent amount of traffic to, to these articles. So how much you can make, well, that's going to vary quite a bit. I mean, there are display ad sites out there that have literally tens of thousands of articles that earn hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. Now, that takes a long time, and it requires a lot of employees. So really, you're looking more at, uh, you know, kind of do the math your your ad rpm is really going to vary in term the rpm but what I, what I mean by that is uh, revenue per 1000 page views or you could do it on per 1000 visitors but that's going to vary by niche and which country your visitors are coming from so the range could be anywhere from 2 which is ri- ridiculously low i'm not suggesting that that's likely all the way up to 50 plus it depends you know the, the range is really really huge so i would say a lot of sites fall in the the 10 to 20 dollar RPM range, uh, so you know, kind of maybe base it on ten or fifteen bucks and give you some ideas for projecting your potential revenue. The third strategy I want to talk about is the mail in bank. Now, I do this somewhat. Uh, it's not a big focus of my business, but I do have a couple of niche sites that actually do this. And really, what that is is you're using a, a website or a blog pulling traffic, but you're not monetizing. Necessarily on the site with affiliate links so much or display ads, you're focusing the site on getting people to sign up to an email newsletter, and from there you you monetize with your email newsletter. Whether you're selling your own products, whether you're promoting as an affiliate, or even selling a dedicated newsletter space to other companies. And in some niches, I can be very very lucrative. But most, uh, not really, but some it is really good, especially if they're a focus on a particular business industry. So the uh, the goal, name of the game here is to uh, earn money with the newsletter, to get a lot of subscribers and you monitor that by looking at the value or how much you earn per subscriber per month, alright so you, once you've got a, a, a good understanding of how much you're making per subscriber per month, you've got an idea how much you can spend or invest into attracting more subscribers and uh, it, this entire strategy takes a while to pull off because you need traffic and then you got to get people on a newsletter and then you're going to monetize a newsletter for several months and that's going to take a lot of testing to figure out whether you know how much you can make per subscriber over the long haul so it it, this is a this is a long long process but if you happen to hit with a newsletter within a niche and and you've got a whole system that's working where you can make 45 50 cents per subscriber per month or a dollar or two or i mean some people do do five or ten per subscriber I suspect I don't know there's there's always these outliers of people who can seem to generate tremendous amounts of money for for in in, with niches and and websites much more than I ever could but uh, so you know once you figure that out then you can potentially buy traffic to landers to attract even more subscribers and really turn this into a really really lucrative uh, business with the email newsletter and uh uh it, i do it on a very small scale within some business industries and it's quite effective and it can also be on autopilot as well once you have your entire newsletter pre-written in a sequence and you've got your all your traffic coming to your site and potentially you've got your paid uh, traffic going uh, you just let the automated newsletter do its thing and uh, it, for the most part that can be pretty sweet now not, rarely is something as passive or as automated as, as you'd like. There's usually stuff you, you know you got to get involved in. But for the most part, if you set something up like this and are patient and can wait many months to uh, get it all running really well, this can be a, a very good little side business or big business. Some people run huge businesses with the email newsletters, so I don't, I don't want to make light of it just because mine's more on the smaller side. But just to give you an idea of some numbers, let's say you can do 45 cents per month per subscriber ultimately, and uh, you have 50,000 subscribers, you're gonna make 22,500 bucks a month. So uh, 50,000 subscribers, that can be a lot, it can not be a lot, depends on the niche. And 45 cents per month, that can be a lot, it can not be a lot, again, depending on the niche. But that just sort of gives you a number. Um, as you can see, it, it really boils down to those numbers, and you can get it up to a huge figures per month. I I failed to give you an example on the rank and bank strategy, and uh, I just want to give you some ideas of of articles that would work for that. Um, One of the more common approaches with this are what are called Amazon affiliate sites, which are really sort of... uh, sites that focus on a product line that's carried by Amazon and you you just write about products and review products and so forth and then link to Amazon with affiliate links. And the reason it's Amazon is pretty much Amazon sells everything under the sun and promoting Amazon is, is great because the conversion rate is so high. I mean, a lot of people, chances are your visitors are a prime member and usually Prime members pretty much buy everything they're going to buy through Amazon and not elsewhere. So your conversion can be really high. The downside with Amazon is the cookie only lasts for 24 hours. So uh, you don't have a long window there to where your referrals have to make a purchase. But an example would be something like if you wrote an article on the 10 best basketball shoes. Uh, Basically, you're just going to write them up. And if you can rank for um, best basketball shoes, that's uh, quite a good article, uh, quite a good um, keyword with some really good buyer intent behind there now it doesn't have to be affiliate stuff for this to fall into the rank and bank let's say uh, if you can just uh, monetize with display ads on these types of sites and, and go for huge search volume and then if you hit number one you'd have so much traffic that even display ads would generate a lot of money so let's say you uh want to rank for something like inspirational quotes which gets over 600,000 monthly searches now that's a ton of traffic right for for one keyword even if it's just display ads uh, that can that can generate quite a bit of uh, revenue just from that alone so in terms of how much you can potentially make with this it's funny i was crunching some numbers and and the range is really interesting right so Let's let's take a look at best basketball shoes, um, which is searched fifteen thousand times per month. So that's pretty big, right? And if you rank number one and you manage to get about ten thousand visits to your site uh, for that per month, and let's assume I know assumptions are always deadly, right? Uh, a three point five percent conversion rate, and the average commission let's say for the shoe is five bucks. All right, so that'd be twelve thousand visits times three and a half percent times five bucks is twenty one hundred bucks per month. All right. That'd Lucrative, in my view, that's that's considered pretty lucrative. But then I monetize with display ads, so I'm I'm a little bit biased on the on the downward side there. Now let's say on the extreme end, let's say you rank number one for best diet pills. All right, now you you already know where I'm going with this, right? And that gets twelve thousand monthly searches. And let's assume you get nine thousand visitors with a four percent conversion rate. Uh, we'll spare you the whole formula. What that boils down to is fourteen thousand four hundred dollars per month. That's one keyword. Ranking number one. All right, so you don't need to do a whole lot of those to, to see some serious uh, serious revenue. So those are your three main overarching strategies as a blogger or niche site uh, owner, content site owner. Now, can you do all of these on the same site? Yeah, that's that's the beauty of it. Now, not always will the the email thing work really well. There's a lot of niches where email is just not going to work. Like i my biggest niche site is in it. I have an email newsletter and it's not very lucrative, but I do it anyway. Uh, there's no way I get $0.45 cents per visitor a month. It's not even close. I think it's something like 5 or 10 to $0.05, cents, something like that. I mean, it's, it's a pittance, all right? So um, you can't count on the email always be working, but once you have some good authority and uh, you, you know, you're pulling in some inbound links and so forth, there's no reason you can't do both of these, uh, both the rank and bank and crank and bank, Sounds almost identical, doesn't it? Uh, Strategies one and two on the same site, that, that can be a really, really good way to, uh, you know, basically get the best of both worlds for, for a content site. I tend to still focus on crank and bank, even though my sites do have some half-decent authority. I, I just really don't like going out and building links. I mean, your site can have all the authority in the world, but if you want to rank for the term best diet pills, you're going to have to do some serious Link building because there is a ton of co- competition for that. I mean that's that's super lucrative. I bet I bet whoever ranks for that fourteen thousand bucks is probably not even close to, to what they're actually making for something like that. So those are your three strategies uh, that you know generally speaking. Um, that's how I see it in terms of when I'm looking at starting a site. I like to have a strategy in place. It's not to me not to say I'm not flexible and and shifting gears if necessary. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, if you're just getting started with a site or you're, you're already well down the road, uh, these are three, three approaches to think about how you can uh, make money from your blog. Thanks for listening.